0: Hey, Alex here. And if you're excited as I am, you're ready for that stimulus check to hit. Uh, President Biden signed it into law last week. Yellen said that people should have started receiving their stimulus checks last weekend, or was it this weekend? One of the two, but look out, they are on their way. Biden hopes to see people able to even meet with their family and friends by the 4th of July weekend. With the ramping up of vaccine availability, This has got the market very bullish. All this stuff going on has got the market very bullish, and we saw that yesterday. So as you start scouting potential opportunities to take with this new stimulus, with the reopening, all the uh, reopening stocks going back up, as you start scouting potential opportunities to take advantage of this big shift in sentiment, this technique that we're going to talk about today will allow you to be more consistent in those trades as you begin seeking opportunities. Stay tuned. So, the big technique is observing myself when I'm trading. Right? That's the key. Observing myself when I'm trading. Not only mentally, but also physically. On the mental side, like, what are my thoughts? How am I feeling Right this second. Am I looking at this chart? Am I looking at this screen objectively or subjectively? Am I trading uh, this particular stock, um, the security, Bitcoin, whatever I'm trading, whatever I'm interested in? Am I trading this out of a fear of missing out on potential profits? Am I not trading this because I fear losing the money, what little I have or however much I have? Does my plan or strategy actually support me playing this trade? Or am I just finding support outside of my plan to justify me getting into this trade? Again, and that goes into a fear of missing out on potential profits. So let me find a way to justify it so that I can get in and get some money. When you're watching the market intraday, like I do, I watch the market throughout the day. Uh, It is very easy to get caught up in all the excitement. This stock popping here, this stock popping here, this stock plummeting, this stock plummeting. There's a lot of excitement. Worse, though, is if you only get involved when you get a tip or when you see some news and even, I mean, at that point, the bells and whistles are all going off, the light seems like it's only flashing green and there's only money to be made. If you remember this, that the weakest part of any trading plan is the trader themselves. The market presents opportunities to anyone and everyone in a crazy abundance. There are, you know, I, would, I can't even think of a number, but you know, millions, trillions of potential opportunities happening every single day. That's how fast the market is moving, right? And trading strategies, for the most part, are awfully similar. Even the strategy that I gave you guys, I mean. Not everything on there is completely original. There's going to be a, a bits and pieces from all over because there are millions and billions of traders, and the 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 amount of possibilities of results in the market may be infinite, but the ways to interpret the market is not infinite, right? So a lot of these strategies can cross over, intersect, can turn, can contain bits and pieces of each other, but what's different? And I just said that. What's different is the trader behind it, right? The results of the market are a result of the traders, not the plans, not the strategies. The strategies, again, are very similar. It's the traders that are different. And we are the weakest part of our plan. And with this in mind, I've been narrowing down my watch list. My watch list keeps getting smaller and smaller. And it feels really good. Because I'm really focusing on stocks that only stocks that I would trade, and like I said in the last couple episodes, uh, a couple episodes ago, I'm only trading Apple for the next 30 days in terms of naked naked calls and naked puts. But the stocks that I'm willing to do spreads on, again, I'm narrowing that list as well to get a really fine tuned specialty in whatever it is I'm trading. Right. So the two biggest questions that I ask myself when I'm scanning for opportunities. Or am I interested in this because I don't want to miss out on money? And I, I seriously, before I click anything, because I'm watching price action and I'm determining my entry and exit on price action. And I make my plans ahead of time. But when I see something happen, I immediately go, wow, I could buy this. I could buy this. I could buy this. And then I have to sit back and I say, wait, am I interested in this only because I don't want to miss out? Now, if that is the case... Then that that is in itself is a limiting belief. And you don't lose money because of making bad trades. You lose money and you lose out on money, or you know, you only make a certain amount. There's a cap on your ability to trade well and consistently because of your limiting beliefs inside your mind. And motivational speakers will talk about this all the time, and you know, self help gurus will talk about this all the time. But the reality of it is. The, the the money the money in the market is abundant it's constantly flowing it's a game that never literally never ends you could make one trade and make millions and billions and trillions of dollars and tomorrow the stock market will be open All right the opportunities are abundant so the minute you think in your head that I'm going to miss out on money you've immediately uh, allowed to enter your mind the thought that opportunities are not abundant, that if I miss out on this, that I, that there's no other opportunity or that that opportunity is gone. You got to kill that. I got to kill that immediately. You don't want any limiting beliefs when you're trading, right? You should be able to trade in the zone, on the flow, and limiting beliefs slow you down. When I was hurdling, if I had any type of limiting belief in my mind before I took off, the race was already over. Right. If this guy is faster than me, this guy has better technique than I do. While it's raining, I don't run well, well in the rain. I've had an injury for two weeks. If I let any limiting beliefs enter my mind, the race was already over. And it's the same thing in the stock market. So the second question I ask myself is, where's my confidence right now? Is it high or is it low? And then why is it high or low? Is it high because the probabilities in this trade are in my favor Did I set it up in a way that the probabilities would work out in my favor or have a better chance to work out in my favor? And I've accepted that if I lose, it's okay. Is that why my confidence is high? A combination of those twos, both I've done my due diligence, I've set it up, but if it doesn't work, I've accepted that it's okay and that it's not going to work out perfect every time. That's a source of confidence because you know you've done your job. Or are you confident or is your confidence high, but out of arrogance? Maybe you've won the last couple of trades, right? The last five or six trades, you've made some money. Do you feel like you figured it out? Do I feel like I need to be right, right? Do you have some deep-seated belief that, you know, you have to work hard to be right? Are you reading books and books and books just to be right so that when you make a trade, it, could only, it couldn't possibly go any other way? You got to kill that too. When you accept that there you are one person and there are literally billions probably of people investing in the markets or impacting the market in one way or another, you couldn't possibly just be right. You can lay all the probabilities you want in your, he- in your head and lay it out on the table and in the chart, but one person could ruin your entire day. You can bet that Uh, Tesla is going to go down. And everything points to Tesla going down. And then Kathy Woods decides to go go nuts to the wall and buys, you know, emptying shares of Tesla and holds it up, right? Or encourages other people to join her and holds it up, right? That's the beauty of the game, though. So if your confidence is high out of arrogance or you just need to be right, you need to set it up so it could not possibly be wrong, kill it. Replace it with just, okay, I've done my due diligence. I've done everything I can to identify a play that everything that I've identified is going to win, right, or points in the direction of up or down or sideways. I've identified all of it. It looks like it's going to work. Probabilities are my favor. And if it doesn't work out, I accept that there are billions of other traders, and if they decide to change Um, what's going to happen the course of this price, then that's what's going to happen. That's a good kind of confidence. The arrogance is not. By asking myself these questions, I've improved my ability to click buy with confidence. I also have had a much better staying power when I'm in the play because changing your mind in the middle of a play because something happens is not a good strategy. You've determined how much money you're willing to lose, and at what point you're willing to get out of the trade no matter what, or well, at least I have. And that has made a crazy difference, right? And I just know I'm going to do this in the trade and I don't decide when I'm already in it, right? I'm not sitting in the trade and see one long red bar and decide, let me jump out. No, I made my decision before and I made my decision what's going to happen when I'm already in it so that I can just hit. Sell or hit buy or sit still. Not only has my trading been more successful, but I've saved more money by not FOMOing into trades and also not panicking selling it out of trades. Even though I did panic sell out of one trade last week, I don't know why. I just wanted to secure some profit, but there's a little bit left on the table, but that's okay. Again, nobody ever got went broke taking profits. Keep that in mind. Now, a lot of times you know, having not FOMO into a trade, but seeing something I wanted just because, you know, it was flashy. I'll watch a stock run up and immediately do a one eighty after the news has dissipated or the news hits the wire and people start taking some profits. And it'll immediately turn the other way. Right? And the, the, the reality of it is I've lost out of money too. I mean there's people have made people have made millions of dollars trading GameStop. AMC. You know, and not to just point out meme stocks; it happens all over. You know, in regular stocks as well. People have made a lot of money trading those, and they've jumped on the bandwagon and jumped into the emotional pool, and you know, made a lot of money. But me, I've protected myself from a lot of money as well, and that's the way I like to look at it. I want the probabilities in my favor. I don't want them just up in the air, and I just want to run under them and get showered by probabilities. No. I want to line everything up in my favor and then act and stick to the plan because that is something that is repeatable. You can't repeat luck, right? You can't repeat news. You can read the news, but you can't create the news. You can't repeat news. You can't repeat meme stocks. You can't convince Elon Musk to post something about your stock so you can make money. You can't repeat those things, but... If you understand yourself as a trader, you understand, you know, why am, why am I interested in this trade? Am I confident? Why am I confident? Right? If you understand probabilities, if you accept the fact that even if everything's right, you can still lose. If you can do all these things, your trading consistency is going to go through the roof. made it this far into the show, nobody ever listens to the outro. So here's a reward just for you. My watch watches going into this week includes Wendy's, Home Depot, Netflix, Nike, and Walmart. And I'm even including uh, an honorable mention, Workhorse. Workhorse is a lot more speculative, but I am including Workhorse in that. I'm going to be putting my own money into that as well. So Wendy's, Home Depot, Netflix, Nike, and Walmart. Um, Netflix has some good news, and their chart looks really good. Nike has earnings. Walmart looks really good on the chart. So does Home Depot and Wendy's. Now, if you're interested in being ahead and getting stock ideas and market analysis each month, remember to sign up for my newsletter by clicking the first link in the description or going to marketadventures.substack.com. This has been your host, Alex Cunningham, saying be well and remember, as you begin searching for life's challenges, don't seek security. Seek adventure.